Alright guys, welcome back to the Broken Hour. I am your host, Henry Patillo, and my co-host, Sebastian Morales. And today, guys, we have a special guest. This man has been here for the fourth time. You don't want me to say that. <laughs> but we have to beg him all the time, kiss his feet and all that good stuff. But we have our good friend Israel here, bro. What's up? What's up, everyone? He's back with a fluffy little ear. Yep. Terrible uh, ear. Yeah, that, that don't look right. What do you think about that? Uh, last time you got maybe maybe I can zoom in you can see it but last time he when he was on that podcast he wasn't having that issues. And the reason why we asked him to be on the podcast today is because um, he recently did his first jujitsu competition tournament shit. Um, but yeah, he got a fucked up beard because he's been getting elbows and shit on that thing. Yeah, and he gets crazy. that shit drained. You know you should you should really wear those uh, headgears the. Russia punt to protect their ears. Do you really yeah. want ca- cauliflower? I know Jamie ears, wears that. No, yeah, we don't wear that in our the competition team. Oh, they don't let you. Yeah, they they uh, say you're a baby or a bitch. We do I see it. Protections yeah. for the brave. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but I should have got it today because some girl need me. Put her knee on my ear. Right? Uh, Crushing your dome had, like Ow! this way or doblada. Uh, I think it was bent. Yeah, or I had that shit so much. Time. Yeah, and this dude was like two fifty. He put his knee on me, full pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Your head's gonna get crushed, dude. I'll about to be like fucking uh, Beethoven. I couldn't hear and shit. But uh, damn. Um, before we get into this topic, so we brought Israel along because this man just did his first tournament, um, which is really good, obviously. Um, but before we get into that topic, I wanted to bring up. I was thinking about this. Uh, I was at the gym before here, and I was thinking about like the podcast. You know, I was thinking about how we're going to go about this. But I would really want to talk about... <clears throat> you. Uh, I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about this, but uh, Israel's been training jiu since, what, 2019? February 2019. February 2019. And he's been training consistently, honestly. But he had a little uh, kind of like, I guess, a hiccup along the way that made you stop going for like about six months. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable talking about why? Yeah, that's fine. All right. So yeah. the audience Speak here. up on that mic, bro. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but nice and close. So just talk yeah. about it? Yeah. Just let us know why is it that you were in the... Uh, he wasn't training for six months. Something happened to him. Yeah. So I got... I started jiu-jitsu in February 2019 and then I was training really hard and then I got my blue belt on December of 2019 and uh, around Christmas time and uh, I was still training but and then... I got this really bad rash because I was taking care of these dogs and it scratched me in the arm. One of the dogs scratched me in the arms and the next morning, like three little red dots started coming up and I tried to wash it with soap and whatever and keep it clean. And then like that little three dots became like a huge circle on my forearm and it was a a very like contagious uh, ringworm, huge ringworm and I couldn't get it off and... I had to go to like dermatologists and they gave me a bunch of pills and ointments to take it off. And it took like, it was like a good six months till I was back. Like and six months. Yeah, bro. I remember you showed us. I don't know if I should put, I have the clip of you that. Could, you could put. The yeah. Video. It's clip. brutal. Yeah, I'll it's put terrible. a warning on the TikTok because it is fucking brutal. This dude looks like he was Part becoming. Zombie, yeah. Yeah. Undead. He was like yeah. fucking slowly crumbling. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah his skin was bad. Yeah. It was. Like, look, like cracks. Look like the Grand Canyon in that shit. But, no, when you showed us the first time, I was like, dude, that's not a ringworm. Because I thought ringworm was something simple. Yeah. A little rash. Yeah, but it, it, was, look, uh, it was crazy. You look yeah. like you were going to start the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And then Henry so, would have been super scared. 
Yeah. And then uh, that kept me out for like six, seven months. And uh, I think that time COVID hit. And oh, then COVID. No hit. one really could train. Holy the gyms fuck. were closed and everything. <laughs> and then once I started going back and everything opened up, I mean, I was out of conditioning, yeah, not I the remember, same anymore. Yeah, because I remember, like, at the time, like, I was training. And um, I remember you just kept telling me, like, bro, I don't feel the same. Like, because I remember, like, you always said, like, oh, dude, I remember back then I was in shape. And, like, like when you're training leading to a blue belt, you're in shape and shit like that. And then, obviously, when you come back, especially after those months being gone, you know, it, yeah. it's hard. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, it's not the same just training with a mask on sometimes and then not having the same cardio and people beating you that you used to be just frustrating. So I, that kind of made me stay away and then started coming back at the end of 2021. And uh, I've been really hitting hard since then. Yeah, so a good, good seven months. Yeah. Seven months going going strong, yeah, and that's what's up because I mean, um, Israel know I know I'm because I'm going through it too, kind of a little bit where I just like taking a little break, whatever you want to call it, or mental block, whatever. But it is hard. It's very hard when you take those months away. And I tell Coach every time I see Coach Juan or like Coach Jay, I always tell him it's very discouraging. You know, it's very discouraging. Like you said, even like. Man, if I walk in and this dude where I used to fucking destroy and he destroys me, dude, that for it me breaks, the, it breaks you. It breaks oh, it you. breaks you in the showers. I'm in the shower <laughs> for like an hour just thinking, all right, how much slits throw? Like, dude, I'm just fucking pissed, bro. <laughs> yeah, because it is discouraging, you know. But anyways, you bounce back. Yeah. And for the longest time, I've done three tournaments, and I always told Israel because I know how Israel. I've seen Israel, and Israel's good. I've seen what he does and stuff. And um, I always told you, bro, just do a fucking tournament. I always nagging him about it. I was like, do a fucking tournament, sack of shit. I was like, just do one. But he, what are you always telling me? I was like, no, they're not ready for me, or I don't want nah. to, or something no, like that. No, this is what he told me. I remember, he just, he was afraid. You, I remember he told me, you're afraid to, like, to fail. To fail, yeah. Yeah, you're afraid. And, um, I mean, like, it's... To fail or disappoint anyone. Disappoint anyone, you know, yeah. Look, look terrible or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and then, I guess, after some nagging... You finally did one. But I want to, my question is, and I feel like it, the question that you give us is something that we all know, but I still want to hear the, the answers. But um, what made that, like, I guess kind of like that mental switch of, like, you went through all that bullshit with your rash, and then, you know, obviously coming back, you know, you have on and off, kind of what I'm going through. And then, like, what, what was that switch where you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to keep going because... I mean, I, I feel like it kind of happened once you left your job. That was kind of like, once you left your job, you're like, all right. Yeah, I was just like, uh, there's things in life like that get away from your training. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when I had that old job, and I'm not saying I was not doing jiu-jitsu as much because of the old job, but uh, I'd get off at 6. and uh, Or I'd tell them, can I get off at 5 to go to jiu-jitsu? And I was from Roanoke to Watauga on primetime traffic. <laughs> And I'm hitting all the lights on, what, 377? 377, And yeah. it's just like, why am I doing this? I'm wasting like 40 minutes just driving, bumper to bumper. And uh, I don't know, I just, I was trying to get them to work with my schedule too. And, and I didn't really like being there anymore. So I just decided to quit. And January and February, all I did was jujitsu, And I didn't have a job. I didn't really want a job. And I was Monday through Saturday, just jujitsu And... And then, uh, yeah, and I joined the uh, competition team 
And that's when I really started going crazy. Do you want to explain to the audience how it was and what you used to tell me in the beginning? Oh, okay. Yeah, I will. Um, the competition team is like the elite elite, like uh, brown belts, black belts, anyone that wants to compete and like be great and or pro or a UFC fighter, you train in the morning at 9 to 11. You get there at 8.50 because if you're a minute late, they won't let you in. And uh, my first few weeks, I would say the first seven weeks were terrible. Like... I was I felt I felt like they were trying the first couple week or two where they were trying to initiate me, see if I can survive. And I think they cranked it up to the the max, bro, because I I thought I was gonna die, bro. Because <laughs> we were normal like a normal jujitsu class, you roll with like they do eight rolls in a class, let's say. Yeah. And they're three minutes each. And this one, man, they did ten ten minute rolls. I nearly passed out, bro. <laughs> I nearly Wait, died. So so technically a match or a, match, a normal tournament match for like a normal white blue purple is like five minutes and so you like guys did 10 10 10, 10 minutes 10 yeah. 10 so 10 yeah, rolls 10, are 10, 10 minutes, rolls, yeah, 10 so minutes basically each. they do the warm-ups and they're doing weird warm-ups not like the normal class they were yeah. like they do back uh like they do back rolls and uh cartwheels and i'm just like what and then they also jump rope and i didn't know how to jump rope i was like what the hell but uh, and then you dr- you drill, you do the drill, and then at the end you do your rolls with anyone that's there, and basically everyone's like a black belt or a fighter or a blue belt, purple belt, whatever, and uh, or a brown belt. And uh, I remember too, he's like, cause Juan, he was standing right next to the timer, and you know I'm fucking exhausted already. The class was like intense. He was like, or the competition team is intense, and he goes, all right, this is where you don't bitch out. I remember him saying that. He's like, we're doing 10, 10 minute rounds, and he hits the buzzer. I was like, oh shit! And uh, and I remember that two weeks of me doing that, I was getting flipped, thrown, fucking choked out, put like nearly put asleep. People Damn. slamming me. Like I'm going against people heavier too, and people that have been doing it longer. And I'm just trying to survive and keep trying moving. To live. And uh, I remember the first week, the next day, the next morning, I woke up like all sore especially my ass like i was slammed on my ass my butt bone i couldn't like sit right and i couldn't shit man. but the next day you would still have to train i went to train i was and, like guys watch out for the ass it hurts and i was today. just like bruh like this ain't gonna be well and like you gotta keep going and it's monday wednesday fridays this uh competition team in the mornings and then i showed up wednesday and same thing i got my ass beat and everything my cardio wasn't as fast as them so they were destroying me and they're like mostly wrestling mindset like go for a takedown and like slam them and stuff like that and i was normal to pull guard and if i pulled guard they say your mom was your mom pulls guard basically it's like or you're a bitch for pulling guard and stuff like that they really don't like pulling guard we don't really like pulling guard but uh i was getting slammed and every morning like i wake up like on a wednesday and i start screaming to my shoes, bro. I'm like, fuck you guys. I was like, fuck you. David's there. Fuck. David Goggins shit, bro. I was like screaming. I was like, damn, I don't want to go. Like, goddamn, <laughs> but I know, bitch. And uh, I get in my car and like, I like, I wake up at 7:30 every morning. I have my stuff ready and everything. And I'm just screaming like, fuck. I was like, why, why? And I put my my jiu-jitsu shorts on. Cries like, before ghost. Uh, and uh, I leave my house at 8:20, and I get there right at like. 8:50, like right 8:45, and I just like walk in. I'm just like, damn. And like at first they didn't really talk to me. Like I felt like I was alone and stuff. Outsider. Like that. Yeah, and they were all close and stuff, and I was getting destroyed. But after like like 
two months of doing it, I started like picking up the pace and everything and doing takedowns. And uh, I've grown a lot with them, and I really care for all of them. And I've seen that I've got a lot better because of the competition team and just being with them. Yeah, I mean, if you're rolling with black belts and brown belts, I mean, you're learning something as yeah, you're man. getting ass whooped. All, Juan, Tony, mm. David, Victor, they're all really, really good. Damn, Damn bro. I mean, it, uh, yeah, because I remember, like, uh, Israel, he texted me, or, like, ooh, he would just call me at night. He's like, bro, I fucking... He's like, I fucking hate it, bro. He he told me like he hated it, cause I mean it's a competition class, it's not like a normal jujitsu class. Where in the normal jujitsu class, to set the setting is just basically just coming in, you uh warm up, which is just fucking high knees and all that bullshit, like mm-hmm. and hit, and then you do we drill, we drill the new technique, and then we roll, and then we do the sometimes whatever the circle shit. But that, I mean, that's, what, two hours of fucking bullshit? Two hours, yeah. And I was like, damn, like, I thought it was going to be done at, like, 10 in the morning when I first started. But now it's, like, say 11. Like, 10.45, 11. And I'm just like, fuck. I'm sweating a lot. And I'm just, like, fucking dying, basically. But So you started doing that in, what, in January? January, yeah, January. And and then when was it that you knew, all right, I'm going to do a tournament? Like, when was it? Um, I saw some flyers they put out on the yeah. table. And it was, like, one in April. And I picked it up. I picked April and... Maybe, I think I say November, the one for November. And uh, I want to do the one in April. And then everyone started saying, like, oh, let's do, let's all do this tap cancer out in May. So I was like, let's do May, I guess. And I just wanted to do it. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm training so much. Let's train for something at least, you know? Yeah. And and, and then I was going to ask you, how was the, uh, the weight cut? Oh, yeah. So basically, I'm in March, I walk around like, not currently, but back then I used to walk around like 170, 175. And, uh, you know, we're sitting down like, hey, we want to do this tournament in May. I was like, and like, and Juan, the head coach, he was like, all right, telling Adrian's like, Adrian, you're 220, you need to cut down to 207, right? And then he says, me, he's like, hey, you need to cut down to 154. And I was like, hold up, player. I haven't been 154 in years. I was like, I ain't cutting down to 154. And yeah. I told him on the side, like, afterwards, I was like, why do you want me to cut so much? I was like, he's like, well, people are cutting 170, walk around 190, almost 200. So when they gain that weight back, they'll be like 185. Well, me, normally 170. Oh, shit. They'll have a 15-pound, 20-pound more advantage. So I was like, all right. And I've never cut weight before, so I was this is new to me. All Damn. I know is, like, just don't eat, basically. But uh, there's ways to, like, cut weight and stuff like that. And it was painful. Like, because I love my chicken wings. I love ramen. <laughs> I love my chicken wings. Gushers, you know. And, uh, gushers. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was painful. And uh, But uh, obviously training so much and, like, changing my diet, not really eating fast food, throwing a salad here and there, chicken and rice. And uh, I see, like, from 170, I went all the way to 160, like, um, in – I think early May. How long did that take you? I think it went pretty fast because we were, we sweat a lot in the mm-hmm. morning. And, yeah. like, uh, I was just, like, walking around comfortably, like, 160. And then the losing those six pounds were, like, the death of me because I literally, like, I had to cut down six more pounds. And it was just, like, I don't know how to cut these pounds off. Like, it was really hard to lose the last few pounds. And mm-hmm. I, I was going, like, the last few days of the tournament, like, uh, uh, the last few days of the to week of the tournament like i was uh like going to the sauna trying to lose weight mm. not drinking water a lot um 
And like I remember the it was you could weigh in on Friday and the tournament the tournaments the on Saturday. Day. So on Thursday night, um I trained and uh I had a little bit of eat on Thursday night and eight ounces of water. And I didn't drink water. Uh the I only ate, drank eight ounces and then I didn't drink any water till five uh after I weighed in on Friday night. And uh like okay. and I trained still Friday morning. Not like intense, but like just yeah. the sweat yeah, and stuff guy. like that. And Friday morning I was one fifty or no, uh Thursday night I was like one sixty and then I trained and I was one fifty nine after the training. And then uh I ate that little bit, drank a little bit of water, and I woke up one fifty seven on Friday morning. And uh I trained and I was like one fifty six. I went to the sauna, all the way to sauna, like I did thirty, forty minutes of sauna and I dropped down to one fifty two. I'm like, damn, I did more than I had to. But uh that when I was training that Friday morning, I felt so weak. Like like yeah. I had to like go for a takedown and I was like so slow and it would hurt to bend down and shit like that. But yeah. like in those last few hours, like or that last day of cutting weight, like that's when my cravings were going crazy. Like I really wanted to eat more than I was eating. I wanted chicken wings like a lot. Like in my head I was just like, No, I need to keep going and uh I went five o'clock was the weigh-in so i made it i was 152.5 and then i just started eating a lot like afterwards i went to eat with you guys and drank a lot of water and stuff and yeah what was the hardest part through that whole losing the weight first of all let me ask you what was the time frame that you had to lose this weight oh they gave me heads notice like uh march i was 174 and then march. may 28th so two months two months to cut what what was it 20 pounds 20, 20 pounds yeah and so what was the hardest part? I'm, I mm-hmm. think you're going to say, just if, as a guest for something fun, it's like the food part was probably the hardest. Yeah, I would, say, love chicken I would say the food part because <laughs> I was working out so much, lifting, running, and uh, training so much that it would come off so easily, faster than I expected because mm-hmm. I wasn't really weighing myself. And then I, when I weighed myself, I was like, whoa, 162? I was like, dang, I'm almost there. So and then when I... That little last few pounds was the hardest part. Well, what made you keep going is just like I know you tell you said you you just told yourself no I got to keep going but is that all you did? Was just that team? mental? Yeah, I was just like okay I just gotta keep going. Uh, is that all you did or did you have like you wrote something down in a board? Oh or no, like see? in my mind I was saying like mm-hmm. if I quit now I'll look like a bitch like. I know I look like a bitch. Like in my head, okay. I cannot. I, don't, I just don't want to be seen like, yeah. man, he's a coward or he couldn't yeah. do it. And I, I feel like ment- mentally, I'm strong. That's what I always tell myself. Yeah. I can fight through anything. If I ever get sad or something, I go to the gym and work it out. I can't stay sad. I can't stay on the ground. I have to keep going and rising. So they can drop me as much as they want. They can slam me as much as they want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get back up. Can you keep slamming me? Probably, gonna Strong take, mentality, bro. Yeah. You didn't want Dana to say you didn't make weight. Yeah, you didn't make weight. <laughs> I, I, had, I had to make weight. You can slam me as much as you want. I'm gonna keep getting up. Yeah. But. Damn, strong mentality. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was gonna say the whole weight cutting thing, because from my experience too, is that that last week, you know, I, was, I remember my last term, I was training like really hard, and. Uh, and I cut when I cut weight, I cut a lot of weight, especially for turn like twenty five pounds, you know. And I get crazy anxieties because, dude, if I don't make weight, like Coach Juan is gonna like shit on me. So, but anyways, I remember um, my last tournament was on a Saturday, 
And I remember I went in on that Friday on Daniel's class. Mm. And holy fuck, I had no energy. And I was doing strength and conditioning. It was take two in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So I was training pretty like two times a day type shit. Anyways, I was so drained. I remember it was only two people there. It was like me and two other guys and Daniel. I remember Daniel had me just rolling with him. I remember I had no fucking energy. I felt so dead. And it was discouraging because it was literally the day before the tournament. But he told me, like, Henry, it's okay. I know that you're cutting weight. You have literally no energy. And uh, I just remember I gassed out, like, the first round because I was so fucking dead. It's just when you cut so much, like, especially me, you guys saw me. Like, I was spitting water. I was drinking no water, bro. Like, spitting. I was was just spitting. Yeah, I just started spitting just to get all this little extra weight off, bro. Yeah. And uh, no, yeah, dude, cutting weight is a bitch, bro. Especially, you're so lucky, brother. You got to weigh in the day before. All the weigh-ins that I do, bro, is like on the day of. And since I'm like only eating yeah. like fucking bread and agua, yeah. bro, it's like <laughs> you get so tired in the tournament, too. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about the tournament. So, because I wasn't there, but I know Sebastian was there. I was. It was, uh, it was the same place where Henry's tournament was. It's like the sport. Was it go game sp- on? Game on. Yeah. Really nice complex. I'm not gonna joke. That's a pretty nice place. Um, and it was uh, ten dollar ticket. I was like, damn, this is a whole <laughs> like <laughs> fucking charity event. And I got and I got a fucking pay. No, I'm just kidding. It was, it was. I know it was for the charity. Um, so it was all good. But um, it was it was a lot less people than Henry's because I guess like since. It, I don't know if it was viewed as a serious competition. I don't know. Um, I don't know about jujitsu ju- ju- shit like that, but because, like you said, there's usually supposed to be a lot more mats, and I think so. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, there was a lot of people, but that was like for the little kids and stuff. And once they're done, a lot yeah. of people leave. So oh, okay. Because when I got there, it was like half the side was like left, and it was yeah. like jujitsu people, but um, smelled like ass, um, as expected. Everybody sweating and shit. Smelled like shit. Um, but I was excited for Israel because it was his first. And since I went to Henry's, I had to show up for him just because that's how I am as a friend. I don't know why. It just it fucks with me in my head. Like, I have to I have to do it to be a good friend. Um, Must man looking shredded as fuck in his teen Tatum gi. I was like, damn, look at this superhero over here. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> tell me what – I felt excited because I was like, nah, he got this. He's going to kick ass what you did. Overall, I really think you did. But what were you feeling going into it? Honestly, uh, when I woke up, I just did my normal things, and I, I headed to the place, and I got there, and everyone's nervous, you know. But like when I was watching Henry, I think I was more nervous watching you compete than I than I was competing. But uh, I thought I would be more nervous, but I felt like also I was confident in all my training in the mornings and stuff yeah. like that. So I also was trying to change my mindset because I was, uh, I'm kind of like, I'm not, not a killer is what they're saying. Like I am very nice, you know, I'm a nice person stuff like that. So my, one of my coaches, uh, Tony, he, the day before he was telling me, he's like, you got to change your mindset. You got to kill this guy. You got to kill whoever they put in front of you, rip their arm out or whatever, stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what my mindset, I was walking in there, I was warming up and, uh. They called my name to Matt Six, and I was like, now it's like time. I had to. Yeah, you remember the number two? I remember. I never forget. I remember the number. I was like, damn, he's right. They did say, it's going to see us, Matt Six. Yeah, and I was like, I still remember because I'm not like satisfied with what I did that day. Really? Oh, no, yeah. I guess we'll touch up on that at the end because I thought you did very well for your first. Yeah, so they 
uh, call me up and I go. And uh, who was my coach? Was it? The Tom, first uh, one Daniel. was Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's yeah. my coach. And he's also a really good coach. So I wasn't almost all right with him being there. But uh, I go and like, it's my first and I have like all these nerves. And like, this guy grabs me by the gi and I grab him. And I could tell like when I grabbed them, like, like I walked in there like knowing like these guys aren't supposed to be here with me. That's my mindset. And like I'm, I felt like I was better than all those guys, and I, I truly believe I am. But I had a slip up. But um, when I got there, the first match, like I felt him, and he felt heavy. Like I don't think he was like 155. I think he was like 165, like me basically. I got, I walked in like at 163. I was competing at 163, and I just couldn't like drop him or whatever. And for some reason, we went down or something like that, and uh, he took my back. And he took yeah. my back in front of you guys. I remember that. Like right I was nervous. Table, yeah, right I was... next to the table, and I was like, "He's gonna take my back. Can't let this happen, bro." And uh, I'm just hearing Daniel like instructions, and uh, I'm just like pissed that he took my back. And I know how to get out of, from a back, so I got out of got out of it really quick, uh, quick. And he was in my guard somehow. And the guy, we were too close to the edge of the mat, so mm. the ref pulled us in the middle. And uh, you know, I just got real tight on my guard and uh threw an arm bar from the bottom and uh i pulled that so hard on that guy that i even heard like his arm like start like to when you fully extend it and he tapped immediately like so it was over in that first match and uh yeah and i remember like man i was not prepared like i didn't have any water on the side or anything all i brought was my phone my headphones because i was listening to eminem that's what gets me hype eminem and uh and I, I took Dylan's drink, his prime drink, and I was yeah. drink a little bit. I was so thirsty. And uh, I don't know what you guys saw. I was nervous when you got your bag taken. I was like, fuck. Because usually, uh, so, my like, when I watch, like, UFC and stuff, like, it's pretty, mostly, when someone gets their bag taken, it's pretty much over. Because, I'm not saying always, yeah. but most of the time, if you, like, show the tally, of like how many times someone has taken someone's back and how many times were they successful on a submission. I, I personally think it's a lot more than them getting out. Yeah. So when I saw you guys, I was like, shit, that's a tough position. Because it just brought me back. And it, I was just thinking about Sterling files. I was like, man, he's going to cross. The dude's going to cross his legs on his hips and he won't be able to get out. He's going to backpack him. Um, so I was nervous. But you got out. And I was like, I was containing my yells because I didn't want to yell in front of all these people. I was about to say, fucking go. I was, I was dude, I am that type of person that I fucking say that out loud. And there, whoever supported that guy would be like, who yeah. the fuck is this guy? Because I, I was like, I was when I watch you guys, I'm like this. I'm like, dude, I just got to yeah, come on my yeah. I was just, I was just nervous. I was like, I, was like, I remember fuck. too because I was, we were right next to his coach and right next yeah. to the tally table, the score. Yeah. And I remember his coach when he took his my back, his coach said. All right, now sink your hooks in and hold for three seconds. And he got four points yeah. off of me. So I was down four points. And then we, I got on my guard, and they moved us to the middle. And I, I remember Daniel, it was like last 40 seconds. And then he said, you're down four points. You got to do something. And I just threw that arm. He got the arm bar, man. And I was like, I, I was containing my, yeah, I was like, let's go. I was like doing like that normal fucking average casual shit. Yeah, let's like go. Clapping and shit uh, Because I would have yelled But I was like There's kids here and shit I don't want to be like Let's fucking Because my first two was Let's fucking go I was just going to yell that out But I was like No there's kids here and shit It's for cancer yeah. And I was like No nah, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be cursing and shit yeah. And yelling Looking like a crazy guy um, And then the second one The first one You guys were standing for a long time yeah, I was like we were Damn standing, okay yeah. They're staying for a long time 
Um, like they were just tugging each other in. And I was like, dude, they're not moving. The second guy was moving a little quicker. Yeah, and he, he was felt like lighter. He he, he did felt a lot lighter, yeah. yeah. And when he was like at first he was like doing some shit like this. I was like yeah. just going fast. I was like I was like damn, it's that Bruce Lee shit or something. Yeah. I was like, like what I was like what the fuck is this dude going to do? Um and that one made uh, you you both your first your first dubs were made me nervous because you with your skills and your training you came out on top of course. Um but you were in a tough position at first. And yeah. it's really good that and it shows that strong mentality, man, because yeah. The first guy had your back, and the second guy got you in a Kimura. Or he was yeah. going for a Kimura. Oh, yeah. He got me in a Kimura. And I saw you and all I'm, going back. I was like, God, it's yeah, going to go. This going to rip. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that second guy, he felt a lot lighter. Like, if you mm. looked at them, that guy, was, the first guy was a lot sturdier, yeah, a lot bigger. And this guy was a lot slimmer. Like, I could see his cheekbones and everything. Like, so we were going at it, and I sunk the, uh, what's it called? When you go underneath their armpit. Underhook? Yeah, I got underhooks, and I went for a takedown, and I slammed them. And uh, that was two points, I think, for a takedown. And then I got side control. That's another two points. And then I f fully mounted him, so another three. I basically controlled that whole match. Like, he I think he yeah. did. Yeah, he yeah. did dominate. His points were, like, definitely in the double digits when I last saw Yeah. I couldn't see, unfortunately, how many points, but you were definitely in the double digits yeah. for and sure. And, like, uh, it felt easier like mm -hmm. I felt like he wasn't like on my level and like at one point somehow he got a Kimura on me and I was like oh shit this is kind of tight and yeah, uh I was nervous somehow like I got out of it like I was just listening to my coach to move the certain ways and stuff like that mm -hmm. and once I got out of it that's when I got the mount because yeah. there was no reason to hold that Kimura anymore for him and uh and then I got his arms and collected them and held it for like a good 10 to 20 seconds and I just threw another arm bar from from the top and that Again, dude tapped. He, yeah, he because I was cranking it. Like I was uh, trying to take those arms, bro. Yeah, I'll post that as well. I was done for the footage, but literally this is was basically not sitting on top of him, but he has his leg across him. Yeah. Um. So he's on top, and he just grabs his hand, just rings it back, and the dude taps immediately. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this dude was about to rip that shit off. Yeah. And I'll post that on TikTok as well. I need Dylan to send me that. But that one. I was like, what, once he did that, I was like, holy shit, two fucking arm bars? Let's go. Yeah. And I, was I like, and like when I was about to, like, when I had that arm bar, I was holding it there for 10, 20 seconds. I was like, man, this shit's easy. Like, like <laughs> this term is easy. And like, like, again, I was like, I know these people don't roll like we roll at peak with Tarwa. So I was like, I can do anything, right? But after that match, like, I went out and they gave me like a five minute break to my next one. But like, I've never felt like uh, my arms, like, you know when you get a good pump at a gym like an arm day yeah like your whole forearms are full of blood and like both my forearms are like full of blood and i like it was really hard to like close my grips and stuff and i was just after two matches you know you're tired and stuff and uh i went to the third one and you know i tried my best and came short yeah and with the whole with that i was like it's whatever like uh like in my eyes when you do three matches and you win two of them by submission I was like, you just lose the third one, especially the third one because you're gassed out. And since it was your first, um, and then your arms, uh, dude, you should have told me I brought that Theragun. Be the fucking, <laughs> dude, I would have made, I would have made, I would have made sure. I'd, I'd, nice. I'd hire a masseuse. I'm like, massage him now, do it now. <laughs> Put you on the table, massage everything. But like you said, you were gassed out and like, no, not I, gassed out. I'm sorry, no, your arms were just yeah, like crazy. It's something I never felt, but like. Like I told y'all, like I felt like that guy wasn't anything special. Like, yeah. like I rolled with harder people, and um, it's just me. I think like my body was 
like I had an adrenaline adrenaline dump. I'm just tired. Also, you didn't drink water that day. Yeah, but uh, in me, in my mind, I was like, I gave up. I should have kept going. I could have maybe tried something different. And like I did, like I felt like the beginning of the match, like I pulled guard on that one. I felt comfortable. Uh, and then I threw a omoplata, and I was trying to do an omoplata to a triangle that I was been working on, and uh, I didn't hit, I didn't get on my hip enough on that omoplata, so he went over my head, and then from there it was like downhill, and I was trying like he put knee on belly, and I fought it off like three times, and and then he just like mounted me, and then he got me in an arm triangle, which you know, but uh, just me, I just was disappointed in everything. Yeah, I remember you trying to guard it. And I was like, oh yeah, shit! Yeah, I was trying to guard it. You did last a lot. You didn't tap like the other guys fast, yeah. but you were like, you were really trying. And I think that count of putting his, I might be wrong, but I think it was four times. What? Um, trying to get his knee off your oh, yeah. stomach. Three or four times. I know I did it several times. And that was that. That takes a lot of energy, I would assume, yeah. because how it looked like to me, I uh, it's weird. I could physically see. I was like, okay, that counted a lot of it. That counted a lot. That costed a lot of energy. Yeah. Okay, he did it again. That costed a good chunk. But I was like, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, like afterwards, like you guys are saying, like, oh, I got second place, and y'all were happy, and they're like, yeah, it's great, but like, you, you know, wanted the fire. Everybody uh, wants first, wants first yeah. and yeah, no one yeah, remembers yeah. second. And like, I remember second. I'm training with some of the best guys, <laughs> and uh, so I train with some of the best guys, and you know, we go for first all the time. You know, yeah, You're, there's good, and then there's great. That's how we look at it. No, and yeah, I, I could tell that's your culture at your gym because when um your coach. He said something. He looked at you and he was like, "Hey, man, it happens." Like I don't know, it looked different. I, I, I would as soon as like I thought. You think I, he'd be carrying me on his shoulder. No, he not like, not like that. I was like, "Hey, good job. You got two out of three. But he, I mean, he felt he. It was and I'm sure. It was like, yeah, I'm sure he can feel that way because he's been in competitions. Yeah. I'm sure he he already knows what you're feeling. Yeah. Because to me, I was like, "Oh, dude, that's awesome." Yeah. First competition, two armbar submissions, one loss after you your arms are shot. That's what's up. Yeah. But I, yeah. But no, I've been, uh, I've thought about that, like, match, like, ever since the tournament and just, like, been working on my own plateaus and everything. You said and, you had dreams about oh, people had, getting over your, uh, your I attempts. had the exact same dream, like, the, uh, mm -hmm. weeks before, like, in the dream, I literally pulled guard and I did that own plata and they would go over it and I'd lose somehow in that turn, in my dream. And it was weird because I lost just like that, like, he went over my head and everything. So I was just like, it kind of mentally messed with me. And so yeah. I've just been training really hard this Man, week. he's in the future. He's like, uh. No, uh, because like we said about the whole second placing, that shit focuses you. Because, I mean, I mean, I've only done three. In my first one, I got dead last, like fifth place. I got destroyed, like terrible. And then my second one, I got second place. But that was some horse shit because I, I, I picked up what you said. Because I remember my second one. I beat the two guys. It was only three guys in our bracket. Just me and two other guys. I beat those guys easily. Points destroyed him. And second one, I caught him in an Americana. I thought I won the whole thing. I was celebrating. I was like, oh, hallelujah. Like, bro, I was praying uh -huh. to the Lords. And I remember they told me, hey, you got to go against the winner of these two. I was like, what the fuck? So the guy that was going against me again was a guy in Americana. In Americana. And I was like, oh, motherfucking shit up, bro. I was, you know, I'm full of confidence. I was like, bro, you ain't going to beat me. And going into there, bro, like, literally, like, it was just back and forth. And then I remember I was trying to get up, and he got me in a belly down armbar, dude. And I don't tap to armbar. Bro, you see yeah, me. he doesn't. Bro, you see me fight, bro. Like, I remember one time Adam, I was like, just snap this shit. But, like, bro, I don't tap. <laughs> like, I don't tap. It's really, like, you have to be, like, correct technique and shit. But, like, he got belly down armbar is a different. It's it's tougher. Like, you, yeah. you could break that shit. 
So I just tapped. And it's a shitty feeling, bro. Like, in jiu-jitsu, bro, it fucks you. Like, you know, can I, I'm going to add something to you. And I, you, I know you asked me this question. I remember once. So my my last tournament, I was training hard with Jorge. Jorge, one of my, like, Israel too. Jorge, like, one of my favorite training partners. And I remember Jorge. I was, man, I remember Jorge kept beating me. Same with him. I, I'm very competitive. I hate losing. But Jorge kept beating me, bro. And I remember I sat down. With, I was just sad, bro. And uh, I, I sat down with Coach Juan. Uh, Coach Juan. Coach Jay. And he, I'll never forget. Dude, this pissed me off because he says maybe maybe it's because his mind, he just, maybe he just, just he got that one extra on you. I remember I'll never forget he said that to me, bro. And I was so pissed because I was like, oh, hell no. There's no way. And cause, but that made me push harder. You know what I'm saying? That makes yeah. you push harder because you're like, fuck, no. Like, and then after that, me and just always have wars. But because I remember you told me the thing about jujitsu, at one week, bro, you have a good ass week. You're really full of confidence. You're like, fuck yeah. The next week, you have a shitty week. And mm-hmm. I remember you asked, I remember Israel asked me, he's like, bro, does this happen to you? I was like, bro, it happens to everyone, bro. Like, it's not consistent. You're always going to have good weeks and you're going to have shitty weeks. Just like when you go lift weights. You know, just like when you go run, just like in work. But it just, it fucks you sometimes. I know how it feels, bro. Like, yeah. when you're showering, you're thinking about them plot to Like, what did I do wrong, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Damn. yeah, I was, uh, so I, this week, like, I put a lot of people on plazas and I, I've been, tr- uh, like, hooking on their hips so they don't go over me and stuff, so. Has it been working? But, yeah, it's been working, and uh, I just play that in my mind all the time. Because I never that, again, that motherfucker. Loss. Never again. And like, I should like in my mind, I'm like, I should have gave more. I wish I, I could go back and do it again or something like oh, that. Yeah. And uh, but I can't, so I just gotta move forward in the next one. Well, how, and this is just for low. I've never had this before, but Israel, how'd you like Dave's chicken, bro? Oh, it was amazing. It was the best chicken <laughs> in the world. Bro. I'm not gonna lie, it was really good. After his, he was kicking ass and shit. We all drove. Um, we carpooled and went to uh, was it Dave's Hot Chicken? Dave's Hot Chicken in uh, White Settlement. Yeah, the yeah, reason we're always, saying this he's is always saying they went together. He always and he was saving it after his tournament. Yeah, I was like, that's cool. That's like that's a good celebration. When we, we got there to Dave's Hot Chicken, and um, I was like, damn. I was like, at first I was like, okay, it's not as busy. I was like, that's good because now this chicken's probably gonna be fresh. It's fuck, and it was fresh. I'm talking about to be honest, these chicken tenders. Rivaled, if not better than Pluckers, bro. I think it was better than Pluckers. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like thinking because it was a lot. The chicken was moist. It it melted in your mouth. It was really, really fucking good chicken. Bro. Yeah. It was talking to you. You dude. missed out, Henry. It dude, was, it was yeah. such like good, good seasoning, chicken. hot, fresh. Yeah, yeah it was tastes like butter, t- dude. That's and we got and thankfully. Dylan was there because Dylan had it before and he told me hot is legit hot. Like it hurts. I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm trying to enjoy this flavor. I'm trying to sit here, not fucking sweat bullets and shit. So I got medium. I was like, okay, still has a kick in it. Perfect. And for, I think I paid like 15 bucks or some shit. It was good. It was, it was, good it was worth the money for sure. Yeah. It was, dude. I think, uh, I, that shit. Uh, I think a good way to, I guess, end the podcast is to ask you what is like your next plan what do you is it you know oh uh, well my next plan right now is uh i do want to do another tournament right now i'm focusing with victor uh i know he has a fight coming on august 20th so uh it's on ufc 278 pay-per-view you should buy it and watch him but, uh, but um 
Yeah, I was supposed to go on trips like after my tournament, but like I just want to focus on the fight team and help them as much as I Damn. can. Like I'm not like the best jujitsu guy, but I hope I'm a body to like help them out and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so far it's just that, and then after that, I hope to do like another tournament in November, maybe uh, sharpen everything up, and then get ready for November. Your blue belt. Do you see yourself ever going? What's the next color? Purple. Purple. Wait, what the fuck? It's yeah. white, blue, purple? White, blue, purple, brown, and then black. Yeah. Why? Damn, bro. I thought there was a lot more colors into no. jiu-jitsu. And oh. then after black, it's like red. But that's... You have to be... Like, there's like old guys that get red. But oh. Like, yeah. Damn, okay. I thought there was a lot more colors for some weird reason. No, no, yeah. White, blue, purple, brown, yeah. black. I mean, I don't really... Like, I'm not chasing the purple belt. But like, yeah. if it comes to me, it comes to me. But right now, I'm fine with just blue. How do you get it? I mean, obviously, your skills are improving. Yeah. You're beating all the blue belts. You're uh, giving a challenge to the purple belts. Oh, is this know? decided by the head coach? Head and coach? Yeah. Oh, so he basically just looks at you guys, see if you yeah. are there, and he say, oh, yeah, you deserve it. How many times you come. Oh, like, you know, okay. You come in and everything, yeah. thought it was like some test or some shit, because I remember you said there was a test for, for the blue, blue belt. It's only blue belt. Only yeah. blue belt test. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn, bro. Sooner or later, you're going to be a black belt, and I'll be like, when I'm out and about... With Israel, I'll be like telling people, don't fuck with me. He knows jujitsu. He's yeah. a black belt. Hey, don't. Step back. I, I want to add on. Don't be surprised if you see me in that tournament with you. That's good. Because it really did upset me that I didn't go. I was like, damn. Sure yeah, you weren't there. there for my blue belt either. Yeah, the, what was that? Hey, make him feel bad now. Tell him. Tell no, him. I really tell him how bad feel, of a friend I he is. I feel bad. I was like, man, I should have. I feel kind of bad of not being there. I was like, man, I should have. I should have been there because he's been the mind. It's not. Not being there, I should have done it. You know what I'm saying? That would really trigger me. I was like, he said Champions League is over Israel's tournament. I remember that. And it was a shit again. No, I was and Real Madrid won. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm glad they won. Specifically because that. He didn't show up just to see us win. I love it. You should have brought your cousins too, bro. Danny would have been like his number one fan. Like, go Israel. Give you some Salvadorian medicine or some shit. Yeah, yeah should have been there, bro. <laughs> but Dan, yeah. Chuck, Danny, Henry there. Dude, we would have been your biggest fans, bro. Next time I'll have a big head for you and you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna say Henry rocks and Israel rocks. And then uh, I got you guys. Appreciate it. But thank you, Israel, as always, for being mm-hmm. on the podcast and giving us your precious, precious time since you're so busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as always, guys, we're on TikTok and Instagram. We're about to hit twelve hundred on the TikTok. Um, that is Broken Hour Podcast. Same thing with the Instagram Broken Hour Podcast. Um and as always, we hope you guys have a kick ass week. For sure.